Say hello to the bad guy. This is tax season live from Atlanta. This is a super black weekend, man. I want everybody to know I'm just happy to be out here in Atlanta. It's a whole bunch of black power. We also got the Million Man March going down on in D.C. Justice for all, man. Shout out to everybody that's out there. You know what I mean? Marching. Justice or else, pardon me. Shout out to everybody that's out there marching for the cause and, and just holding it down, man. I really appreciate y'all. I should be out there, man. But I was I was in Atlanta and I got sick soon as I fucking got out here, man. I'm talking about sick as a dog. Two days crippled. So I only really been out for two days, you know what I mean, since I've been here. But it's been a great time, man. It's been a whole bunch of love, man. Everybody's been showing love. Everybody I've seen this weekend. And I just I really felt the energy down here, man. And this shit just made me feel proud to be black and proud to be young and proud to be ambitious just to meet so many more ambitious people. I want to Shout out to DJ Drama for letting me use his studio. You know what I mean? Um, mean Street Studios. And just, man, thank you to everybody to show love, man. I'm on my way to the Combat Jack panel, actually, to go check out the OG Reg and make sure everything is copacetic with him. You know what I mean? But this is the Live from Atlanta, Tax Season episode. Let's go. We here right now with Steph. <laughs> Steph 11. 11A. 11A. That's your gang name? Or like... How does it go? Um, I mean, I might fuck you up. So <laughs> it, could, <laughs> it could go either way, but no, it's actually my my birthday. Oh, it's your birthday? Mm-hmm. 11-8? Mm-hmm. November the 8th. Oh, okay. That's cool. So we're here with November the 8th. Yeah, it's me. From Ball <laughs> Alert. She's a blogger, mm-hmm. writer. Mm-hmm. What else do you like to call yourself? Blogger, writer, personality. Personality. I, all of that. She's all of the above. All of the She's above. dark skinned. She has um flourishing trestles. Um, <laughs> that I purchased. <laughs> that she purchased. <laughs> Probably from somebody who um who who she promotes on Ball Alert. <laughs> yeah, you know, get my hair for free. You know? I, I ain't mad at you cookies <laughs> and some apple juice. So Ball Alert, that's mm-hmm. a, like a it's a blog that's booming out there right now. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of uh gossip, news. Mm-hmm. Um explain ball alert. Um, the, the short story is basically Baller Alert started off as a text messaging service where basically we would let you know, it was a Baller Alert. We let you know where the ballers at, what clubs they were at, where they were partying Holy at. Holy shit. Yeah. And this is before social media was really booming back then. It was just, you know. So was it like, was it just like women involved with these text messages? It was mainly women. Mainly women signed up for it. So it started mm-hmm. off mainly women and we would be like, hey, uh, Michael Jordan's at this club and so promoters kind of got involved with it and that's how mm. promoters were using that as a promotion service um, and you know from there you know Twitter started popping so really at that point you didn't really need to tell people where they were because people would tweet you and tell them where they were yeah. so from there um, we got we started our own website Actually, the owner of the site started the website. I came in um, in 2010, two years after she started the site mm-hmm. and um, kind of in, put in you know the blog aspect of it the gossip the mm-hmm. the news the advice the relationship advice or just whatever if you were interested in dating an athlete we threw that in there as well so mm-hmm. there was all different aspects of it um in 2012 started our instagram page which surprisingly got really really popular mm-hmm. um and we just we've been keeping up with every aspect of all social media. As things change, we change. So we're out here to do it all. Yeah, I definitely moving with the times. I I actually did an um interview with, with Londell McMillan, the mm-hmm. um owner of the Source, last week on tax season, and like we was discussing like what's the difference between old media and new media, mm-hmm. and. Now that I think about it, like more people would probably be going to BallAlert.com. They would be going to the Source. Um, today probably. Why do you think is that? Why do you think that's so? 
I think that with the times where we are right now, we're in a very microwavable society. Everybody wants their news right now, really quick, straight to the point. Um, they don't want to, even on our own blog, we've been around since 2008. We were a blog mm-hmm. and solely just a blog. But we realize that people are constantly, they have they constantly have their phones in their hands. Or their, their heads are constantly in their phones. Yeah. So you got to deliver the news to the people the way that they're, they're going to see it. So Instagram was the way we did it. People like pictures. So we, we put out really, you know, we put out our own pictures. People like they just like it quick. You know what I mean? Like it, they just like it quick and to the point. And the source was great for articles, but unfortunately, we don't read anymore. Mm. So you know, it's it's hard to really we get those read. articles past three lines. You know, it's it's really true. You like, know, they say if you want to hide something from a black person, put it in a book. This day, these days, if you want to hide anything from anybody, put it in a book. Just like, don't put it on social media. Yeah. And you can hide it from them. You can hide it. Anything some... over 160 characters, they're not reading. <laughs> so you just got to be able to move with the people. And unfortunately, since we don't read, we just give you a better way to get that information to you. Yeah, that's dope. I like Ball Alert, though. Like I, I told people I've had a, um, I've had a great time reading Ball Alert comments. Oh, yeah. Like the women in that those comments, <laughs> they get real. They invest their life and they mean oh, everything yeah. that they're saying. <laughs> In those motherfucking it's pretty comments. lit in the comments for sure. That's why Ball Alert is dope to me because it shows that people really go there to see shit and like they're invested in these stories. You yeah. know what I mean? So I feel like Ball Alert is necessary. I see like a lot of um celebrities and shit. They be like, "Oh, fucking Ball Alert did this." Uh. You know what? You know what? Let me tell you something. That's mm-hmm. not exactly true. I find that a lot of celebrities really do rock with Baller Alert. You'd be surprised who all's in my phone. No, a lot. A lot of Ball Alert. I feel like they need it. You Maybe understand? that's what it is. They need it, so they have to. You understand what I'm saying? I feel like when I first started noticing Ball Alert, people was talking more down on it. And mm-hmm. then it was like, I felt like they was like, oh, shit, we can't really. You can't really move without Ball we Alert. We need them. I've noticed that. Yeah. You know, and that's a good feeling to kind of be, you know, we got a, we got a strong hold on what's going on to out there a in these necessity streets. to be needed. Yeah, yeah, we the Suge Knight of this shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> How does it go like against other blogs? Like how did is it like blogger beef? Like do you have We don't really entertain blogger beef. At this point, you know, that's that's old shit. And people do it, but mm-hmm. that's so lame to us. We out here trying to get our money. We're out here trying to create a brand and keep I think the brand it's dope going. just to see black people, you know what I mean, own some shit and do right. something. I had somebody in my comments earlier, he was like, Oh, fuck out of here, motherfucker, you a Twitter finger and you you wanna be um Wendy Williams or whoever else. I was like Yo, listen, let me explain something to you, beloved. Let me explain something to you. If I see somebody, right, selling cucumbers on a corner, right, and he makes some money from it, I might try selling cucumbers out. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I say that to say this. I seen Wendy Williams making money years ago. Right. I seen motherfuckers hating her. Her being a woman, she couldn't really defend herself. I felt like, guess what? I'm saying whatever the fuck I want to say. Right. I can defend myself. Right. You dig what I'm saying? So when you got dudes like, you know, a Perez Hilton, you know, a, a, a gay white man that has a gossip site and he speaks on whatever he want to speaks on, his defense actually is him being a gay white man. Right. You know what I mean? Like, people are like, oh, we can't touch Perez Hilton because we know, you understand what I'm saying? And it's the same thing with me. You can't touch me, motherfucker. So I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want to say about whoever I want to say about it. If it's, if it's news, I'm going to deliver it. That's my job. That's what I do. That's what I get paid for. And that's what I knew I was going to get paid for for a couple years. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So don't don't try to hit me with the, oh, you a, you a, you a gossiper. You a, well, you a rapper. Okay. Well, you a rapper. <laughs> so 
Um, yeah. So we all out here struggling. Goddamn. You a rapper? <laughs> Cause I'm a real nigga and I don't like rappers. You know what I mean? And I and listen. I don't got nothing nothing against rappers, but the reason I brought that up is because the situation Troy Ave had made a diss record about me this week that was three minutes long, which I didn't understand because I thought Troy Ave was a street dude. Well, I didn't. I knew he wasn't a street dude. The people did. So now that y'all see, he's not a street dude because he came at me with a diss record. Who? What gangster rapper do y'all know out there I could have harassed for five years that would have wrote a diss record about me and not just smacked me up or seen me? There you go. There's nothing else to explain. That's who the nigga is. He's a rapper. That's all I was trying to prove to y'all the whole time. Troy Ave is a rapper. He's not no habitual drug dealer, whatever he tries to say he is, this kingpin. How you a kingpin and all this shit? You got all this mediocre jury. Then you finally start getting money from shows and then got some more mediocre jury (laughs) with your whack-ass furs. You know what I mean? Like, chill out, beloved. We know who you are, man. It's okay. It's okay with being yourself, man. It's okay. We know that BSB only runs up on white writers. You understand? That's why I be talking shit. That's why I take you as a joke because I know I'm not white, so I know you're not going to run up on me. You know what I mean? That's why I feel so safe playing with you and been playing with you for five years. I'll be playing with you for six, seven, or eight more years, too. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? That's what I got to say about um, Troy Avenue. But, you know. And we the, interviewed you about that. So Yeah, Ball Alert interviewed me about that. Absolutely. So, so that'll be coming out soon. Y'all be seeing that soon. <laughs> Shout out to Ball Alert. But I definitely think y'all necessary within this new age of, of media and how news is delivered. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Y'all definitely be on top of shit. Like, you know, like. For instance, when I said the tweet about DJ Drama, right. shout out to DJ Drama, too, for letting me use his studio right. today. Shout out to Mean Street Studios, <laughs> 501 Mean Street. Mean Street. <laughs> he ain't, they ain't paid for an ad, but I, I just plugged that right there. I, right pre- I appreciate y'all, <laughs> man, for letting me use the studio today. But, um, but yeah, like I was saying, um, you know what I mean? I feel like it's very necessary, you know what I mean, to have Ball Alert around. Like, right. you know, y'all pop up. Y'all, y'all t- I tweeted Drama and say, yo, Drama, let the records go. You know what I mean? And then y'all Ball posted it up posted. and showed that Drake just followed him after that. Like, it was, right. like, mad funny. And that's one of the things about Ball Alert, too, I think that differentiates us from a lot of other bloggers. We're actually in these streets. We actually know these people. We know mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Um, it's not a situation where we're just copying and pasting and what we're seeing on social yeah, media. Fourth party. You know, you know, we knew... You know, when you tweeted that, we knew what the issue was. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, we kind of setting up the storyline. And, I mean, I think that's what makes us a little different is we're actually in the sh- in these streets. We're in the know. We mm-hmm. know what we're talking about. We're in that industry. Like, me and my boss, who's the owner of Baller Alert, mm-hmm. we're both in the music industry. So, we're in the cut. Like, people know who we are when we walk around. But if you don't, you know, just know. We just out know here. they're watching. We out here. <laughs> Ball alert is watching, motherfucker. At all times. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel this weekend has been in Atlanta as far as the BT Awards, the AC3, and everything going on? Do you feel like it was a successful weekend? Um, This is actually, I, I wasn't going to go out. The traffic is insane, and I wasn't going to go out, but I got a lot of work done. Um, A lot of people came down, a lot of people went to the awards, at least who walked the red carpet. Um, a lot of I heard there's a lot of good shows going on at A3C. I'm actually going to be out there doing a a, a, a panel in a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, I think it was definitely successful. Things like this are good for the culture, good for hip hop. You know, kind of keeping old school and the new school all in one city. Everybody, it's been a very peaceful weekend. I haven't heard of anybody going to jail, any fights. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Well, besides Scarface, right, besides Scarface, free Scarface. That was some bullshit. Right after motherfucker get an award, y'all waiting in the back for some motherfucking some child support. Some child support that he supposedly had been paying. Mm-hmm. So, um, other than that, yeah, it, it seems like it's been a very peaceful weekend. Everybody's getting along. Um, 
Yeah, and then the Million Man March the next day. So yeah, yeah, I, I've I've been. It's having a good time. weekend for Black people completely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely, you know what I mean. I definitely want to celebrate my blackness more. So I'm not gonna talk to Chris Morrow for two weeks. <laughs> um, you know what I mean. We just gonna keep this shit real. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but um, shout out to Steph. Yes. Um, no, don't call her Steph. You gotta call her gang name. Eleven eight. Eleven eight. Both work, but you understand. Yeah. <laughs> November the eighth. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Shout out to um Steph for dropping through tax season. We happy to have you. Atlanta Live tax season. Tax season. Say hello to the bad guy. We here with the beloved brother Chichi from the Rap Fest. Dot com. What's good, good brother Chi-Chi? I'm chilling, man. Can't complain too much. How you feeling, man? We out here in Atlanta. It's the Live from Atlanta episode. We out here live in Atlanta um, in Mean Street Studio. Shout out to DJ Drama. Um, Chi-Chi, how do you feel this weekend's A3C weekend, BT weekend was so far? I feel it was very spread out. And uh seems like everybody was having a good time, though. Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, Organization, I guess it was pretty good because everybody showed up for it. Yeah, everybody's in town. BET Awards at the same time, so it's a good time for it. Yeah, A three C might have been better than the BET Awards this year. I don't know. I didn't go out and see him, but I'm just giving you know some speculations and assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were pretty good. The you thought Pinky it was pretty was, good? Yeah, there was there, there, so there's some surprises. Chi-Chi also worked on a production squad for the BET Awards. Yeah, I'm the bleeper, man. I make sure that there, there are no bad words for the kiddies. <laughs> Damn, yeah. man. That's such a great job, man. It's, I can't complain. You've man. been fucking up TV for years. I would say so, but I'm also <laughs> molding the moral fabric of this country. Okay. That's beautiful, <laughs> man. We love what y'all do. Explain what Rap Fest is. Well, the Rap Fest is... A uh, series of ciphers, uh, along with all types of uh, original content. But we started out doing ciphers, and not ciphers in the traditional sense, but we sort of take uh, beats from up-and-coming producers all the way up to veterans, and we distribute them to a uh, number of rappers. And uh, usually the way it ends up would be uh, up-and-coming MC would be up first, a web star, Mm-hmm. and a veteran so the point is to give the people original content which mm-hmm. really doesn't exist these days with the blogs and everything we're yeah. giving them original content so these three MCs never know who's going to be on the joint with them they end up spitting their hearts out because they don't want to be showing up yeah. and we meet these guys wherever they're at mm-hmm. whether it's their hood or they in New York or wherever, they, wherever we can meet them mm-hmm. shoot a video for each one of those verses put them together at the end of the day we have a, a dope video which actually amounts to three different music videos in one Mm -hmm. and where the in place of the hook would be uh the producer so we're giving the producer a look too which nobody does so in place of the hook the producer gets his little shout out Mm -hmm. gets to talk about how he made his beat where he's from where people could find him so at the end of the day three four separate fan bases uh are feeding off each other Mm. three people that may never have been on a joint together that's hard. So it's kind of like pushing the culture forward. That's our motto. That's dope. That's definitely dope. Might have been a little long-winded uh, explanation, but... I understand. I want to get, get all those details in there. Shout out to the rapfest.com. Atlanta, man, there's a lot of love, man. I felt a lot of love out here, man. I, getting up with a lot of people. I was a JD yesterday, Ludacris. Like, you know, just mad people just showing me love and giving me pointers, man. I'm just happy that a lot of the OGs out here um, recognizing the podcast game, you know what I mean? And... 
shit like that. You know what I mean? Well, besides the podcast game, man, the fact is that you're saying what's on your mind. Mm-hmm. Most people don't, um, whether it's good or bad. And I don't think anybody can be mad at you, although some people might be. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's refreshing. Yeah. To hear somebody just say it like it is and just, you know, who gives a fuck about the consequences? Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I respect you for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I no. appreciate that, man. I love you, man. I love you, good brother. Yeah, I love all the black people today. Tomorrow, I might not love you. I'm not going to lie. But today, it's a different energy in the air, and I love all you motherfuckers. You know what I mean? So tweet me. I love you. Text back. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? And just I just want to tell people like A3C, as far as me, my, my my opinion on everything, I feel like A3C is definitely small. It should be bigger. It should it should be bigger than a lot of other music festivals out there because hip hop is like the the biggest music genre. Like we we are we are music. You know what I mean? You can't mention music without mentioning hip hop, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like more people, you know what I mean, more tastemakers and more people that you know hold that influence should just get a little bit more involved in A3C to make it to make it as good as it should be. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the venues, you know, they was like separated in different places, so it's like hard to bounce back and forth. It's hard to like have two, three shows within an hour, like the way it might be in like a South by Southwest, you know what I mean? That's true. So I think that's all All that has to really be done is for them to facilitate it a little bit better so it won't be a little discombobulated as far as the venues go. And I think A3C could be some dope shit, you know what I mean? There should be some panels about women in hip-hop because that might draw more women to this social yeah. party that the A3C is. Yeah, the A3C is, right? It's just no, nothing but men. Like, they need to definitely... I, I've been feeling like that for years, you know what I mean? As far as... it's so much women out there that can rap. But what it was was that because we deal with so much history, we always... It always was like it only could be one or only could be two. So it was just a foxy, you know what I mean? Then it just was a Kim. And then when they died out a little bit, a Trina shows up. And then you might get a Gangsta Boo here or a Mia X here or a Lady of Rage. Or, you know what I mean? There's a lot of women out there doing it, man. They just, uh, you know, they following the men and they're trying to do what the men do. And that's not going to help them. Yeah, you just got to be women and, and do it in a fly way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shout out to Nikki because she definitely embodied she got that the game and, right now. and elevated it to where it needed to be. But just like I said, it, it doesn't mean that it only could be one female rapper. What it is is that people doubt female rappers so much that, like, you bring a special, don't let it look too good. They be like, oh, I don't even want to hear that shit. Yeah, who's writing her raps? Yeah, who's writing her raps? That's the first thing they're going to say. And it's almost like... Yo, people say that shit almost like it's impossible for a woman to be witty or be smart because, you know what I mean? That's all it really takes is a little bit of smarts to... to you know what's fucked up? A man will be the first one to tell you that his woman's smarter than him. Mm-hmm. You know? So why are they, give, they taking that away? As soon as a female rapper come through, motherfucker be like, let me hear 16. They don't yeah. do that with every male rapper, though. Let a female rapper walk in. That's the truth. Uh, that's the difference, I guess. You know what I mean? We here with Chi Chi from the Rap Fest tax season, man. Thank you, Chi Chi, for stopping by, man. Live from Atlanta, EP. Yeah, look out for original content from the Rap Fest. We do interviews. Tax don't coming up soon. Peace <laughs> out. We got some dope ass shows. All right, yeah. Shout out to rapfest.com. Tax season. Um, What the fuck is this called again? Oh, tax season, Atlanta Live. Edition yeah, yeah. episode. We here with Young Greatness What's from New Orleans. What's up with you? How man? you feeling, beloved? Man, I'm cool. The man just out here working A3C. You know, making yeah. my moves, man. You been buzzing. You been buzzing for the know? last year out here, man. You been buzzing. I'm trying to kick them doodowns, man. I ain't trying to mad kick at them you, doodowns, man. I'm just working though. I How you feel about it this week and this whole, you know, the A3C BT week and how was it so man, far? It, it's been it's been crazy, man. Real, you know, all the venues been super packed. Everybody been moving around. We've been waving on the streets out here, so I'm excited about everything that's going on. Mm. It's been going real good. 
That's what's up. Yeah. What's the what's the new project you got coming out? I got a new project coming out called Seven. Drops October twenty seventh. Fucked up. Everything. Everybody getting shot. Uh, <laughs> everybody getting shot. Nah. Uh, yeah. What you were saying, Young Greatness? Yeah, I got a new project coming out called Seven. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just excited about that. Comes out October 27th. What's the concept of that? Where you got the, the well, name from? Well, Seven. From the Seven Wall in New Orleans. All right. You know, and I just recently put out a tape called I Try to Tell Them in July. So, you know, I just wanted to do something for the city. So, Seven Wall, Seven Songs, Seven Videos. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm also dropping a movie with it too called Seven. Oh, word? Yeah. That's the fuck I'm talking about. You bring it back to that old South where yeah. motherfuckers was. Put movies out like was Master P any influence to you growing up in New yeah, Orleans? Yeah, of course, Master P, Birdman, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Definitely, you know what I'm saying? Those are definitely like people that, you know, anybody that's from New Orleans, you know what I'm saying, was a role model to them, you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. you know, we from a city to where when you get it, you know what I'm saying, you put on and, and you know what I'm saying, you show like, look, we got it and we moving. And mm-hmm. that's what they did. They was the pioneers of hip hop, still is right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So definitely. Did you sign a deal with Baby? Would I sign a deal with Baby? Yeah. If I wasn't signed with QC, that's how I feel about baby. <laughs> I'm being real with you. Man, people say a lot of shit about Birdman, mm-hmm. but when Birdman's serious, you out of here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just, it's just that serious. Mm-hmm. Some of the people that's running hip-hop right now, Drake is, baby is responsible, yeah. you know, for Birdman. You know, Birdman is responsible for Drake's success. Yeah. Wayne, you know what I'm saying? Nikki, like yeah. Nikki, you know what I'm saying? You can't go against that. And, you know, even like, I, I like, like, before uh, before Thug and Richard McQuine, before they was with Birdman, they was already moving in great directions, but when they got with Birdman, that's what kind of took their brand to a different it level. It did. It did. Definitely. You know what I'm I definitely could agree with that. Yeah. Because I knew know. who they was, but it was like when he got that got down to that little rich gang shit, yeah. it looked like the tours stepped up everything. Yeah, I mean I mean he got a formula. Nobody mm-hmm. don't know what it is, but he got a formula. Mm-hmm. I mean in in this in this industry tax, you know, everybody got a you know, excuse my French a fucked up side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, but you know, it ain't what you do is how you do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That dude track record is proven. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He he break artists and he take them to the next level. So mm-hmm. I fuck with Bird. Yeah, yeah right in my book. That's what's up. Um, you had a record. Um, real niggas back. Right. Explain that situation. It was a lot of controversy going around that record. I um, mean, shit was a great record. You know, all great records come with controversy. Yeah. So you know, I mean, um, but shit, I went I went to New York. You know, to go work with Reef mm-hmm. on a producer. You know, me and Reese. You know, Reese and Reef good friends. So she told me I want to introduce you to Reef, you know what I'm saying, to do some music. So when I went up, I went up to do the record and as I was working on the record, the real niggas back record, Uncle Murder walked in the studio. So it was it was just mutual. Mm-hmm. Me and him already had a relationship. I I fuck with him, I still fuck with him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't have no animosity towards nobody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when we came in the uh when he came in the studio, he jumped Reese was like, Man, you know, put a verse on there. He jumped on the record. And you know when I left the excitement, the excitement for the record. It's a dope record, so everybody constantly listened to it, and they knew it was a smash. That shit Inste- was definitely smash. Instead of us, you know, and it's still a smash, you know, to me, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But instead of us collectively coming together and taking care of the business the proper way, it didn't go like that. And I think, you know, on their end, they was real excited about the record, so because they're in New York, so they just went with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it kind of left, at, at that time, it left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My team out. You know what I'm saying? But that record still to this day is one of the biggest records that I ever had, you know what I'm saying, which is the real niggas back record, you know what I'm saying, because of a lot of attraction to it, you know what I'm saying, and what it did to the streets, you know what I'm saying? That record could have been the fucking number one record right now. Fuck, Drake probably would have jumped on that motherfucker. That record was definitely hard, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I remember when I first heard it, like, 
I, what happened was I started seeing like a lot of people saying the phrase like on Instagram. So I just I when I first heard the record, I didn't gravitate towards the record because I always when I first heard, it, I was like, "Real niggas back, like we ain't go nowhere." You know what I mean? Yeah. When I first when I first heard it, but then you know when I really sat down, I listened to that shit. I said, "This shit hard as a motherfucker." Right. You know what I <laughs> mean? So that shit, man, money in the ain't like whoa. Man, yeah. I ain't lying, man. I be, nah, you. <laughs> I be mad sometimes because I be like, "Fuck." Because you man, know that shit could have been that. Man, but you know, everything so... happened for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't be bitter about nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Certain shit like that gonna happen. But you know, if it was if it was any wrongdoing on anybody part, that's who the karma come back to, and the good yeah. gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all good, man. But I, I t- you know, I just took it in smile, and just kept rolling. I still perform the record because it's a dope record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right out, right now, I got a record out called Moolah. Moolah. It's crazy, produced by Jazz and Fat. Just shot the video. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So you're gonna be hearing that. Well, it's another smash. Man, soon, man, soon. It's crazy though. It, you know, it, we shot it in New Orleans, so it, it's kind of like we bringing that, we bring that urban feel back. You know what I'm saying? That that mm-hmm. old New Orleans feel back. You know what I'm saying? It's real crazy. How do you like Atlanta? What's the? What do you feel? Do you feel like there's like a big difference between Atlanta and New Orleans? Yeah, the, the difference is Atlanta have the industry. You know what I'm saying? In mm-hmm. New Orleans, we don't have nothing but the streets. Damn. Yeah, you know, we don't have nothing. There's no pipeline. There's nobody there. I can't go do an interview with tax because they don't have taxes in New Orleans. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I can't bring my music to a Reese because mm-hmm. they don't have Reese's in New Orleans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So these kind of so things. It's like uncharted these kinda, territory. Yeah, these kind of you know outlets, you know what I'm saying, for the artists, you know what I'm saying, they don't have any for them. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So I, I had to be the smart ones. Once I seen my brand went to the top, you know what I'm saying? I said, well, damn, what, what can I do? Is either I could go to... Atlanta, New York, LA, like what's one I'm gonna do? So all my family been here since Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. So I just started coming out and just being on the scene, just jumping in and out of studios, you know what I'm saying? When I seen the opportunity, you know, opportunity, I just said shit, I'm about to run with it. Mm-hmm. I'm about to just, you know, fuck with Atlanta, get my shit hot, keep my shit moving, you know what I'm saying? And it's gonna be my pipeline to get to where I gotta get at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So definitely that's the difference right there. Atlanta has an industry, New Orleans don't. Damn, New Orleans. I got to come out to New Orleans, man, because right. I want I like to go any place where I met some cats from New Orleans and um in South by I forgot their name, but they just their energy was crazy, and I was just kicking it with them, and I was like, they was like basically telling me the same thing, like, yo, it's hard to come out of New Orleans because it ain't they we don't have what no other city really has, like it's nothing going on but drugs and motherfuckers killing each other. That, that's all that's going on. If you go to New, if you if you are artists and you're from New Orleans, the best thing to do is not be there. Mm. And I'm telling you from a real perspective, you know, this ain't no, like, you know, this ain't nothing fake. It's mm-hmm. real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you well, can get caught testament in the room quick. He left New Orleans and now, now yeah. he got records out here popping. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Atlanta been good for me. You know, just coming mm-hmm. backwards and forth. You know, don't get it twisted. I love my city and my mm-hmm. whole goal is to put on for my city, but it's not going to happen in my city. Yeah. So all y'all New Orleans niggas got to do is come out here to Atlanta, rob a couple niggas, get you a nice crib. <laughs> dig it, I'm saying? Get you a nice crib. Get Simple, you a farm home with a good job. They already <laughs> looking for us to do that. You already niggas see them New Orleans <laughs> niggas. Yeah. I remember when I first met K Camp. K Camp was in his crib with a gun, like in his crib with a gun. Like I'm like, why you walk around the crib with a gun with basketball shorts? And he's like, yo man, this cat I got cool with from New Orleans after Katrina moved in with me. Got cool. Next thing I know, the motherfucker robbed me. <laughs> I was like, oh Damn, shit, that's crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Nigga saved the nigga like from that, a hurricane. Though. Nigga yeah. robbed him. 
Man, it go down like that, man. Damn, man. I ain't mad. New yeah. Orleans, New Orleans, I like New Orleans, too, because I'm from Honduras, and I got a lot of family in New Orleans yeah. for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. They got a lot of They got a lot of them. Down yeah, down. like, they down there. And it's and it funny, because when Roxy came on 106, they she said she was from Honduras, and they said she was from New Orleans, and I was like, wow, that should make sense. I don't know how a lot of us ended up down there. I don't know neither. But, yeah, I, but they got some of the, and then some, a lot of them be dope with the music, too. Word. Yeah, a lot of them be dope, man. I got a partner yeah, there, S80, he from Honduras. He dope. Yeah. Make beats, sing all kind of stuff. So you I want to come down to New Orleans and, and help a couple help a couple new new up and comers out out there yeah, they got just some. because they ain't got no outlet i like to help the people that gotta be seen yeah. and need to be seen because there's a whole bunch of other motherfuckers that be seen and it's like why are we looking at this motherfucker you know what i mean right. there ain't no talent there you know what i mean right yeah i definitely need to go check out young greatness you know what i mean young greatness is definitely a, a talented act i've been checking out his shit for like the last year or whatever Reese be sending me shit pressing me L- listen to this shit now you know what <laughs> i mean so <laughs> so i I definitely want to um, salute the young greatness, yeah, man. Yeah. It's the Atlanta Live EP Tax uh, Season. We in the season. building. Say hello to the bad guy, Tax Season, live from Atlanta episode. Right now, we're here with Orlando Wartenberg from Atlantic Records. What's going on, beloved? Let's go. What's up, Tax? What's good? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. We are here for doing? the A3C. BT weekend. For those of you who don't know Orlando Wartenberg, he's a um A and R at Atlantic. He's the A and R that um just discovered that discovered Fetty Wap. He's um he's and you know who Fetty Wap is. If you don't know, just look for his name on a chart somewhere. You You'll probably can find him. Fetty Wap is there. A couple times. <laughs> you gonna find them on there. You gonna find yeah, he him, got right? A couple. He got a couple on there. Yeah, he also got the new artist coming out, PMB Rap from Philly. Yeah, he got yeah. a lot of buzz Definitely right now. Right it's there. a lot of buzz going on with PMB Rap. Love the women love the women PMB love Rap. I just was in his comments. I said, yeah. God damn. It's that, that, that nice curly shit he got going on on Yeah, top. motherfucker yeah. got a little curl, a little shit. dirty bed, yeah. and the motherfucker <laughs> singing. So he might win out here. Shout out to PNB Rock. But yo, how you feel about this weekend, like in the festivities going on out here as far as hip hop goes? Like, how do you feel? Is it. I mean, it's good. I feel a lot of new energy, a lot of new artists, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of different sounds messing together. A lot of mm-hmm. kids just creating good content. Yeah. You been to any generation. of the shows out here um, this weekend? I went to a couple shows. I, I seen a couple people I liked. I don't want to say no names because, you know, other A&Rs be, you know, yeah. jumping on what I'm doing. But I seen a couple, Being sneaky. couple dudes. Yeah, I seen a couple You know, dudes Orlando got that golden air right now. So a motherfucker... A motherfucker A&R here, Orlando likes somebody. He going to try to run and grab their ass. It's already happened three times, so, you know, I'm yeah. trying to, you know, let nobody know nothing. But, you know, we, I, I see a couple things out here I'm, I'm fucking with, definitely. How long you been in the music industry? Like 10 years. 10 years? A good 10. Yeah. And how that started off? I started off, my man started rapping, and I just believed in him. Mm-hmm. I just started fucking with him, going behind him heavy, and I just learned the business, and so how did you like skills. how did you like finally find your way in? Just hard work, man. Just really putting it in like really eight years of my man running around, learning what to do, what not to do, mm-hmm. learning the business. Mm-hmm. And then another year I went an intern at three hundred for a year and really mm-hmm. learned the corporate side of the business and then I just put it together and started making shit happen. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Definitely, definitely appreciate that. You know what I mean? Um, 
as far as um as 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 far as you know what I mean the the million man march you know the million man march was this week yeah. well today today today, today actually. actually we should have been there yeah. you know what I mean Orlando is, is Puerto Rican you know Puerto Ricans is black too for y'all Puerto Ricans that don't know that out there I'm gonna just drop that Julian yo, yo. yo, most of them <laughs> African anyway so nah you, you got some know that, yo, yo you got some Puerto Ricans and Dominicans they think they white you'd be like my nigga you got to relax they gonna kill you too like <laughs> we all dead out this motherfucker yes we all you know what I mean but um how do you feel about the Million Man March like being today and shit like that like a lot of people try to you know skate like it out from here we should we should have you know, been there man shit, but then we here fucking around i was sick this. for two days man if i wasn't sick and I, I got to record this podcast at least yesterday then i would have been out there you man, know what i mean healthy ass bullshit but you know yeah you should be out there supporting good causes like that yeah just want to thank everybody that's out there you know what i mean like fully supporting the the game and and things like that let me ask you a question how do you feel what's the difference the way music is delivered now and accepted. You know what I mean? Like, you know, back in the days, you would have to go get a CD, you know, and now it's just a split second. The record yeah, is in your yeah, hands. How do you feel that affects the industry? Like, what? I feel like it's not good. It's like music is like a buffet now. It's just too much music. Yeah. And it should be special. You know, when you get a good plate or something, you want that, you know, get it once in a while. You don't want to get that plate every day and just can eat all you want. So that's what it is with hip hop, basically, right? It's like it's an oversaturation. Because I had Londell McMillan from The Sauce on last week, and he said the reason the sauce isn't the biggest anymore is because the sauce isn't the only sauce to get information from anymore. It's a whole bunch. And I was like, damn, that makes sense Because before it was just the Source magazine You know yeah. what I mean? And then, you know, XXL trickled on from there You might have had the write-ons, the wrap-up shit like that You know what I mean? But now, you know, it might have been one super popping dude from New York One from Cali, now it's 12 Now it's, you know what I mean? But you still, it's it's 12 But there'll still be a lot of garbage But you still see who's really the talented ones You know, it's still the greats out there Yeah, it's still the greats out there It's still... Not any bozo could do it just because you got a microphone and Pro Tools in your house. You're going to record and it's going to sound good. I mean, who do you feel is the is the is the like the top five best out there right now? New or just in general out there? In general, in all general, and then we'll say the top five new. Well, I, I gotta say that in general, right now, there's even putting music out now. The top five is always going to be the top five. They ain't going to change just because what they did and what they paid. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Pac, Big Nas. You know, and mm -hmm. a couple more, you know, because what they've done. You know, you can never take that away from them, but there's a lot of new ones. That's and who, who's the new guys that you think is the best right now? Well, I got to – well, that's a that's a question of opinion. Mm -hmm. The creative ones that push the envelope, you got to go with a Kendrick mm -hmm. or a J. Cole or somebody who gives you something different that tries to push the culture, actually. Yeah. A lot of people just not the, the same, same cookie cutter rapper shit, right? Yeah, that shit don't do nothing for the code. It's not a lot of people doing different stuff in general. So you know, mm -hmm. do you think what Fetty what Fetty Wap is doing is different? Fetty Wap is doing is cool for the radio, man, and the bitches like it. There's mm -hmm. different things for everything. What yeah. Fetty Wap does, he got a good voice. He's real melodic. He actually does it in key. He's in tune and he's good for what he does. Like you got to mm -hmm. be good for what you do. You got to know what the fuck. How you many singles for. has Fetty Wap sold so far? Damn, millions. Probably like five or six. <laughs> God damn. Fetty Wap. Motherfucker five ain't been out a full year yet. Trap Just know that. Trap Queen almost triple. Trap Queen almost triple? Trap Queen almost triple. Shout out to Fetty Wap, man. You know, a couple other platinum singles. You know, he's just working, man. He's a single-making machine right now. Yeah. 
Alright, so that's cool, man. Wanna shout out to Orlando Wartenberg for stopping yeah, yeah. by. Shout out Tax though, man. Tax season Atlanta Live. Now Orlando is my Orlando is my people's man. You know we 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 coming up out here and we making it. It's crazy. Fucking with this nigga. <laughs> we, me and Orlando was just selling drugs radio. last year together. Now we got jobs. Oh, no, man. Shout out to that. Baking pies, man, like Fetty, you know? <laughs> Oh yeah, so how, um um how how do you like um is there any artist that you ever passed up on? A couple. A what, couple. what was the one you regretted the most? Nah, if I passed up on you, I don't regret it. Oh, oh, you don't regret I like it. You. I don't regret nothing. I do it to do it. That's it. Yeah, but it's not that one artist out there. Where you'd be like, damn, I had it and I, it slipped. I mean, I, I was on I was on a couple people early. Dad's loaf was on. I was on her early. Couple other, you know, I don't want to really say no names like that, but you know, mm-hmm. I put you on Dej Loaf. Matter of fact, you ain't know about the loaf. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Dej Loaf you know, too. Out she had that. Yeah, that's and a I fact. I call Smurda. I had Smurda the first meeting Smurda had. Bobby Smurda, yep, free Bobby Smurda. Because I called him and tax put me on Smurda. Yep. Shout out to Rob Markman too. He gave Schmurder that first. He gave Schmurder that first MTV. Well, shout look. out to homie Rob Markman, man. <laughs> That's another person. How you how you handling this newfound success of being like one of the best A and R's in the game right now? Nah, man, I'm just working, man. I'm just trying to get more hit records, man. Mm-hmm. Just trying to keep put hits out. Just, just keep, keep flooding them streets, right? And doing it, you know. That's what's up, man. Got for P and B. That's what's up. That's some fly shit. We appreciate you. Good looking, Orlando. Already. Look out for Albi Al too, man. Shout out my homie Al. Oh, you know Al. They know Al Bial Al coming. He been on tax season already. They know. Through the dungeon, he's crawling. Albi Al is heating up the like city the right line. now. He getting yeah, hotter man. and hot out there. Yeah, man, definitely Albi Al got the DJ supporting him. Real, real kid out there. You know, mm-hmm. running around. Real yep. situations. Everything he's spitting, he's doing. Yeah. So you know. Definitely. Good looking, Orlando. Tax season. Live from Atlanta episode, we here with Hip Hop Obama yeah. from Bossip.com. Yeah. What's going on, beloved? Shit, man, out here. This BET weekend is A3C weekend. Atlanta is crazy Y'all have right your own now. podcast, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just launched a podcast called Don't Be Scared back mm-hmm. in, uh, shit, when did we start now? Probably like back in April, March, April. We yeah. really start going strong. We've been rolling a little bit ever since. About 20, I think we just did our 25th episode. All right. So, that's, that's, yeah, that's we're, trying to, we're trying to bring something a little bit different. You know, people know Bossip for what they know Bossip for. Yeah. But it's like at this point now, you know, the site has grown so big where it's like the only way you could really make the thing even bigger is just by putting faces to this thing and giving it a little bit more personality. Personality. Yeah. Like exactly. they've been at Bossip been they, since 2006. Yeah, something so, around but that's what I was saying. You know, it's been almost a decade, or it's mm-hmm. coming up on a decade. I think it may be at the end of this yeah, year. So it's like, at this point, you know, they done gone through all the motions. We got a good staff, so now it's just like, let everybody kind of put their thing together. I was actually hoping we was going to get the podcast thing popping mm-hmm. before, because now it's like a wave. And yeah, like, now, and now, a, now it look like, oh, yeah, they want in on that too. But I like was trying to kick shirt right? yeah, 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 like get a bumper sticker. So... You know, I was trying to get everybody on board with that on our side. It just do, took a little bit to put do it Do you together. ever get threatened? I have never gotten threatened being... by nobody. I have long conversations with people. Yeah. <laughs> at, 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 at dumbass times of the night when it's like, yo, man, I should be asleep right now. Why am I even talking to you about this? Yeah. Like, you know, Karuchi managers stay mad. Wow. What y'all be saying about Karuchi? 
Or they I mean, just want just, you to say everything super positive. Yeah, and that's and what I it feel is. like, honestly, that's really sometimes what it comes down to. Like, it be going back and forth with her manager all the time. And it's like, yo, bro, like, this is what the site, this is how the site, this is how we talk. Mm-hmm. This is how regular people out in the street are talking about your client. Like, it is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. and we ain't even really throw her under the bus nothing real dirt. Like, yeah. call her Crunchy Karuchi and throw little dumbass yeah, shit little at jokes. Her. Just, yeah. Little jokes and little prize. I'm like, that's what it is. Like, yeah. you got to know you. It's a lot of sensitive people out there. I've definitely noticed that sensitive. since starting like, this podcast. Man, so. like, I get you trying to, you know, do your thing out here and be outside of, you know, Chris Brown's girlfriend and all that kind of thing. But still, like, you're going, you know, you're not immune to nothing just like ain't nobody else. Yeah. How do you feel the um this weekend has been A3C, B, T, O, L weekend? How do you feel, like, the events have been this weekend as far as, you know what I mean, everything? Um, I mean, A3C is getting bigger every year. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, there probably could be things that they could do even better, tighten it up a little bit more. Yeah. But it's still, like, a real good thing. Like, they... I walked into the conference center yesterday to the panel, and I'm looking around. Like, it's always been a crowd, but it just looks more organized. It looks more official. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the other years, not for nothing, like, the joint looked like Freaknik, but it was just rappers instead of hoes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it was just a flood of people, and everybody just out moving around. Atlanta hasn't had that kind of energy in a long time. Yeah. Like, since they shut down Freaknik and since they closed down Peachtree and made Buckhead into, you know, uh, Georgia Beverly, uh, Georgia Rodeo Drive and whatever yeah, else. Yeah. And I was like, yo, it used to be crazy in Atlanta, just in the street. You step outside and it was nuts. So, like, I think A3C. And, what do you and, think the music scene is? Do you think the music scene is different from the old Atlanta to, like, now? I mean, yes and no. Like, I, I'm from St. Louis. I was born and raised in St. Louis. I moved mm-hmm. here when I just turned 13. Mm-hmm. So I've been here longer than I was up there. So this, I'm from Atlanta. I grew mm-hmm. up down here. I went to high school down here. First pussy down here. Locked yeah. up the rest of the dumb shit down here. So, like, that's what it is. And I remember having a fake idea, like, 16, going in Old Club Kaya, Old 112, and... It was always a party city. Like, people was not going in the club, going to the party for no fucking bottle service, to no stand around with no Bel Air Rose yeah. just to be standing around looking cool and shit. Like, you walk out that bitch sweating. Yeah, That's it was what more it was. of a party. Yeah, yeah it was even, more even, a... when, even when BMF and them was down here doing their thing, it was still a party. You walk in Visions on a Saturday night mm-hmm. and... Meech and them is on one side and Nelly and them is on another and everybody is going ape shit in there, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, Atlanta's always had that. But just that culture now of like being cool, everybody and too everybody's cool, and cool. Atlanta was never a everybody cool want to stand around, yeah, <laughs> stand around, and and you know what I mean. Like I'm like, all right, you know, I get it. But now it's to the point now where I rather go to like, I rather go to a A3C East Atlanta party where you know the hipsters is gonna be in there. But they're gonna be partying. Yeah, I rather fun. Yeah, that's having my shit fun. Now too. Like, having yeah. fun. Like I'd rather do that than go to compound on a Saturday night. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. All the fake asses is gonna be in there. All the red bottoms. Mm-hmm. You know, all the dope boys is gonna be in there. But just like it's too much stunting. Like niggas is peacocks now. or Something like yeah. everybody got to. And now it's a, everything is like the competition in the club. Everybody yeah, is yeah, like yeah. they there because he want to look better than him. He want to have more bottles right. than him. Yeah, His bottle wars going on. Yo, it's man. just too much men looking at men in the club these days. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you like, know, if it's not a gay club, I don't see, I don't understand it. You know why? Yeah, I mean? why are you focused on anything else other than what's yeah. in your section and, and your people and all that? Like, you there to have a good time, or you there to like mm-hmm. take a good picture, or like you got some new leather pants you want everybody to be on? Like, I don't. Who are you? Who would you say is the top five hottest new rappers coming out of Atlanta? Coming out of Atlanta, um, 
you got to go bankroll fresh. You got to let him cook. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, him and his son, PJ, is a whole thing, like, from yeah. the, the music to the gram. Um, I mean, I guess you can't call Future new in no way for him. Like, he's yeah. just riding a, a super wave right now. Um, who else is running around here? Pee Wee Longway. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the cats that run with, with T.I., like, they, you know, they, they doing their thing. They got their little movement going. Mm-hmm. Um... I feel like there's a lot of rappers down here now that's like coming from other places to set up shop in Atlanta. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> because they see it's the the land of check. Right? Yeah. Like, you go come down here and get right. And get you yourself know, a check real yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. Like, the music a, the music industry is like completely shifted. Like, yeah, straight and it, and it, down and to it's crazy. Because when I first came down here in '94, it was like I was in eighth grade, so Outkast had just came out. Wu Tang first came out, and it was really like. It's a lot of New York down here. Mm-hmm. But at that time, it was really New York versus Atlanta. Even before Andre said his shit at the Source Awards, it was like, yo, kids, and them shawties over there. And, you know, so it's just funny that now you see the thing where Atlanta got such a stranglehold on the music and just the whole culture that now it's like, come down here. This is where you want to go. Like, this is where you want to get right at. You get a hit down here. You get LinkedIn down here. It's like, that thing is going to write itself off. Like Exactly. That's what's up, man. Atlanta, man. This shit is a beautiful place, man. The oh, women man, it's the greatest take place. care of themselves out here, man. Yeah, yeah. It's they a, really it, do. No, it's a it's a pride. I think, you know, that Georgia Peach thing is like for real. And the black people, I think the like the black energy down here is like yeah. it really makes me happy. Like just nah. to see black businesses like going inside of a, a restaurant, black owned restaurant, and then go inside the bathroom and they having black advertisement in the mm-hmm. bathroom. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just advertising other it's black not like businesses. That and I'm like, damn, I'm in New York where we trying to like create that type of energy and try right. to make people you know stick together more and you know mm-hmm. support each other and it's like damn Atlanta is like really light years ahead of us I mean I had a lot of people tell me you know it's a transient city like I, like I said I've been down here since 94 I got maybe a handful maybe less than five homies that's actually born and raised in Atlanta mm-hmm. like a lot of people I just knew that they just came from wherever they came from New York or Philly or Detroit or wherever they're from but it's a it's a pride in Atlanta, man. It's like I've had people tell me, like, you know, they see you see somebody coming down the street in a Lambo, you see somebody coming down the street in a Maybach or a Ferrari, like, it's probably a black dude. Like yeah. it's probably a black guy. Like it's yeah. not like you go other places, you see that kind of car, it's like, okay, there's definitely I just seen a, a clean race and I just looked over and the nigga definitely was black. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that's what it's gonna be. Like you're not gonna find I don't think no other city other than maybe Miami, because, you know, there's a lot of niggas down there that got money, but it's mm-hmm. not, I don't think people consider Miami a black city, even yeah. though it has a lot of black it's people. It's Spanish city. Yeah, Cuban yeah, yeah. When people just think about Miami. Then it slides that, in the Haitian. Yeah, yeah, before you just get to just regular niggas who's just American niggas who's just born yeah. here or some, you know what I mean, Jamal, Jerron, Jarrell and them. Like, that's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, exactly, that's yeah. not what you think about. But here, that's what you see. Like, it's black people down here getting it. And that, that's that's where I think the pride comes from just to see, like, successful black people. Like, I'm going through JD's studio yesterday and seeing all the plaques on his wall. I'm like, yeah. God fucking yeah. damn. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Dupree has been flexing in his game since 91. Like, long time. Long time. Like, mm-hmm. his, he had a war with just ASCAP awards. Like, <laughs> like this is this like, like right the here. longest. Like, I've been in a lot of studios and see, but this, that shit right there, I was like, wow. 
wow. Yeah. You just know, and it's so much shit. You know that he, you know he did, and then it's, you see the shit that like you didn't even know that he was just affiliated with, or that yeah. he did on some quiet shit, and yep. then all of a sudden it's like, damn, JD did that too. Like, no, yeah. it's a lot of just that to see shit like that, just to see like a JD go out there, and then after that we went to Ludacris Studio, mm-hmm. we went over there to go check Ludacris, and he's like in there doing his thing, and just to see them, him and Shaka, and I'm yeah. like, damn, this shit is some beautiful shit yeah. to Hold see on. all these successful black men and black women out here, man. Yeah. Atlanta is like a, a real strong city. I definitely see why a lot of blacks migrate down here to um to um you know find life I guess you know what I mean and you can and you can live nice for a decent price like I was just telling some folks that the other day like uh who the, oh I was talking to uh Reggie wife and I'm like yo you can come down here like DC is what people consider a black city mm-hmm. it's expensive as shit to live in DC yeah Chicago LA Miami New York like these are places where yeah, obviously there's black people there but it's just expensive to live there you can come down here and you put down 300 grand and you have a five bedroom, four and a half bath, you know, finished basement mm-hmm. looking around like, oh shit, I can't. And a pool. A, and a pool. <laughs> and a pool. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And like people, you spend that for an apartment or for a condo in some That's places. A like a, a punk ass yep. apartment, not yep. even no fly shit. Just some to be able to live shit, some small with no shit. No closet to, space. Yeah, just to live your life on a wake up every morning shit. Like you can't get that nowhere else. But Atlanta mm-hmm. got that for you. You come down here, you get your money. Live a good life. I might have to get a side crib in Atlanta. <laughs> Jesus yeah, it's, that's the, Christ. That's the move. Man, I'm trying to tell women you. Women here being all respectful and shit. I'm like, damn. I, I just started realizing the reason why I'm so aggressive, you know what I mean, <laughs> is because the New York women is aggressive. Right. I'm over here being aggressive. I'm like, this woman is mad sweet. I don't even have to you do don't even have, Yeah, you don't even got to do that. So I'm just sitting there relaxing now, and I'm like, damn, this is really some beautiful shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Atlanta, I like this place, man. Like, milk and honey, man. I've been down here a couple times, but like, I don't know. This time just now, just just going around and just kicking it with different people. I'm like, damn, I fucking like Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't Word. know how much you got, how much you got a chance to go out here because it's been a minute since I seen you. Matter of fact, nah, like, I've been out here a couple times since, since that then. point. Okay, yeah, since then I ain't seen you in like what shit, like three years. Yeah, yeah, because we was at at that point, Bossa was still at the old old. Yeah, I had a different like, office. Yeah, we done yeah. had two offices since the last time you. Yeah, your motherfuckers yeah. out here getting money. No, the new, <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. The new office, the new space we got is nice. Yeah, like, it's I like you know, come I'm, through. I mean, this you know. Everybody out here on the internet is doing their thing, but I'm just saying, like, it's just a difference. Yeah, yeah, office like space a, ain't like bossy. Yeah, yeah, it's just a difference between, like, how you moving. Like, do you have a website or do you have, like, a corporation or do you have a company yeah. or do you just have a hobby that you do? Like, you know, like, you know. Boss mo- about here getting that fucking money. Mogul the media, <laughs> man. Like, they they not playing around. Now, man. that's good, though, because, you know, it's a lot of, um. what was the site I just bought up the other day? I said it was all popping, like, around the same time. I remember it was Media Takeout, Bossip, and Concrete Con- Loop. Oh, Concrete Loop. What happened yeah. to that shit? I don't know the whole story, but I know they ain't around no more. See what I'm saying? Craig Mackin. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened to that whole thing. I know the dude that was working there, the dude Brian, mm-hmm. is still running around the city somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't see no representation. Of yeah, I just loop nowhere. I didn't like, even check to see if it was still there. But I was like, I just knew it wasn't existing because we, yeah, it wasn't in conversation. In conversation, so I was like, yeah, you know, and you know they would have got a piece of that on on love and hip hop. Oh yeah, yeah you know what? I'm glad you said that because I want to get this out while I'm over here. I'm yeah. not, like, so a whole bunch of people was hitting me last week watching love and hip hop. And it, actually, even before that, people was DMing me, but I didn't realize what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. But they was like, yo, you on Love & Hip Hop? There's some boy named Jason Lee on there that's up there talking about he worked for Bossip, he wrote for Bossip, and he wrote for all these other sites and whatnot. And I I, I never knew what it felt like to be Catfish. I felt Catfish. Yeah. I'm like, he's on TV saying my name. Like what he's, the fuck? 
Yeah. This dude was on Love & Hip Hop doing that? On Love & Hip Hop. I got to watch this shit because you know I had stopped watching Love & Hip Hop. I was going nothing. through a detox and shit. Yeah, no, listen. You're not ignorance. missing nothing. You're not missing nothing at all. Like The only reason I watch the show is so that I can be and on He Twitter did that on TV? Yeah, he was on there. It's some it's some real whimsical looking light-skinned nigga with a, with a, like a silky mohawk or something he got on mm-hmm. his head. But he was on there talking about, my name is Jason Lee and I done wrote for this one, that one, and the third and... He on TV throwing drinks on women and shit. Like, wow, yo. Yeah. And he's saying your name. Yeah, like his name is, I think his name is, uh, I think his name is Jason Lee. Yeah. But he wasn't, he knew who I was. Yeah, he was being strategic. Yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was he, catfishing. He, yeah, he period. was catfishing. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. Like, he didn't just do that and tell VH1, like, oh, yeah. I, if he threw up for whoever he wrote for, that's cool. But he just said bossip, like, mm-hmm. and people was on my Twitter, like, that ain't you. Who is this nigga talking about? You the fake Jason Lee. Jason Lee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, come on, bro. Then I think he did. I think after. So I was. I run our boss of Twitter on Mondays for Love and Hip Hop. That's really the only reason I'm watching the show. So mm-hmm. we can, you know, talk to the people. Yeah, yeah. That's what they talking about. So he said it, and I'm looking at the TV like, mm, oh my god, like what's up with <laughs> you, bro? Like. Duh, you can't be for real. So like yeah, he, I tweeted him serious. and people was blowing up my shit and so it it, it was funny. Did he respond? He did an interview with VH one like the next day mm-hmm. on some like, Oh well, you know, I talked to the editor in chief at Bossip and you know, I told you know, I told her that some of my stories was making it to Bossip via some other writer that y'all had that was like I was giving her the stories and then she was putting it on y'all site and I'm like Hey, I don't remember none of that because I've been there for shit. a few years. Yeah, but yeah. more than that, like even if that was the case, all right, that means that your story was linked to. Bo- but you don't, you never worked for Bossip. You mm-hmm. never wrote for the site. But you on TV, knowing what you're saying, try to get a check. Like how much, how much Mona Scott really give you yeah. to get on the episode? You know by it. Maybe she cut you four hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, mm-hmm. two fifty. A dime bag of weed and a free pass to the gay club. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> free pass to the gay club. A dime of weed and a free pass to the gay Is this what Mona Scott is paying you? If Mona Scott is paying you a dime of weed and a free pass to the gay club, <laughs> make sure you tweet us a tax season part. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, man, I don't Sister know Mona Scott out here chewing. We call her Pollution Captain Planet. You ever watch Captain Planet as a oh, kid? Shit. Like it was like a Captain Planet that was yeah, like trying remember. to save the Earth, and then it was like Pollution Captain Planet that was just out here yeah. trying to. You know, my man David D. coined the phrase Earth, Wind, Fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She's Pollution Captain Planet. Like, yeah. Like, Shout out to Mona Scott for doing what the white people been doing and capitalizing off of it. I ain't even mad at you. You know what? Because I thought about it one day, and I was like, yo, Mona Scott out here pumping all this bullshit. Mm. And I got these people acting stupid. And then I thought about it. I said, listen, man, if she didn't do it, Somebody else would have did it. A white person. You oh, know yeah. I mean? so. and, and not for nothing. Like, I mean, I know she's a businesswoman. She's been doing this for a while. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, her show is on VH1. So it's definitely a white person that's still probably somewhere yeah, still that's cutting still that cutting that check that's still, like, yeah. pulling the strings. It'd be different if Love & Hip Hop was on OWN. Like, you was Mona Scott Young Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you yeah, was really, like, you was, you was really going in, like, yo, all right, I'm doing some pimp shit. But, like... I own this whole strip. <laughs> like, mm. I'm not working on, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case is. But, like, I, I, I mean, get your check. Everybody's getting paid nowadays. So it seems like that's just what it is. Go get your money. So we here with, we here with motherfucking um, Hip Hop Obama yes, from Bossip. Yes, Bossip also has a podcast. Where, where, did you, um, where can we listen to your podcast at? We on iTunes. We on SoundCloud. Um, we recently freed. We started off our first few episodes with uh, another 
some other folks that mm-hmm. shall remain nameless, but that thing wasn't really right. So now we just getting money on our own strip. Y'all just doing on your own. Yeah, strip? Just doing on our own. I ain't mad at had, I mean, not for nothing. Like we do our whole show. Like we don't even have. Not that we don't have support from Bossip and from Mogadum, but we yeah. don't have an outside support system as far as like we don't have a booker or none of that kind of shit. We yeah. just booking talent just based off either the name or just like we got something to talk about or just trying to make the pitch. Mm-hmm. We done had Don Cheadle on like three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked to Reagan Gomez. Um, Unblock me, Reagan. <laughs> oh, she saw you with you? <laughs> she, unblo- she blocked me. I've been blocked for like two years. I don't know why. Oh, I was going to say, did it start around the Black Lives Matter thing? Nah, nah. Oh, I don't, I don't play with that. Black Lives Matter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like two years ago, I just, I just checked one day. The bitch had me. But I was like, Reagan, what the fuck I do to you? <laughs> What's going on? Word. I could have swore I jerked off to her in jail in some magazine before, too. And we talked about that when we had her on. That, like, them, them King magazines yeah, she had the back King then. magazines, Fire. Boy. Like, Lord knows, like, I had the like, King magazine, Reagan Gomez on the wall with toothpaste. Holding the <laughs> shit up, <laughs> toothpaste holding it up. Whole move. That's to light a candle. I used to have I used to have a light bulb in my in my cell, so I would put a red piece of red piece of magazine paper over it, turn the whole cell red. I used to have dates with myself with Reagan Gomez for her to block me. You know what I mean? Is an atrocity. You know Yo, what I mean? That is fucking it's disrespectful. You, you know you got a you got a Yeah, the red construction paper. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, you got to make crazy. the best out of your it. situation, you know? What People I mean? sleep on Reagan though. Like when they talk about like the baddest King magazine jars or like just I guess she wasn't a video chick. I'm not going to put that on her, but still yeah. like when you talk about these like that King magazine, that photo, that particular photo shoot, that's one that for the ages. Phenomenal. That's one I wonder for the who ages. took those like, photos. I don't know. I'm going to go back and find out. Word up. I'm going to go back and find out. Like we somebody need to speak to him. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> need to come through. I'm <laughs> pretty sure he was responsible for a lot of more legendary yeah, photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got stories to tell. Cuz we didn't even know she was. Uh, we knew she was right, but we, we didn't know she know. was that right. We didn't know we she didn't was know that it, right. At that point she was still like Parenthood, like you know, mm-hmm. you the sister, you like you know Laura Winslow or somebody at that. You know, you was filling that kind of role, but yep. sheesh. Tax code. Who broke the tax code? Who you think broke the tax code, y'all? Huh? Huh? Who you think? Who you think broke the motherfucking tax code, nigga? Now, nah, um, Troy Avenue broke the tax code, and I'm gonna tell you why. Troy Avenue has been telling us for so many years now. I've been harassing him since 2009, since I came home from jail, and he's been telling us for the longest that he's a street nigga. So I've been harassing him for five years, and what did he do? Make a diss record. So therefore, he just showed us exactly what I said he was, a rapper. He's not a street nigga. God bless. Troy Ave, you broke the tax code. This episode of Tax Season featuring Tax Stone is produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Chris Morrow, and engineered by none other than Samir Karam.